Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello everybody and welcome to this special Lost Interview edition of Black Hole Cinema. Hosted by me, Tony Black. Last summer, when the podcast came to a brief halt for about six months, I realised there were several interviews I did with friends and colleagues online that hadn't actually been released. So, instead of them sitting on my hard drive, I thought, why not release them in between the new podcasts we're doing for however long they go on for, and give those really interesting interviews about certain films the light of day. So, over the next few weeks, we're going to have several different interviews from several different people about several different more than likely quite classic films. So without further ado, welcome to The Lost Interviews. Okay, welcome back guys. It's time now for uh, the favourite part of the show, or my favourite part of the show, in which I get on a mate and I ask them to tell me their favourite film and we have a bit of a chat about it and a bit of a discussion. Today, I'm uh, delighted to say I've got one of my best mates ever, in with me to talk about what I think is probably one of the best films ever. So let me introduce my dear friend, Mr. Matthew Howell. Hello, sir. Hello, good evening. Hello. <laughs> good evening, good morning, and good night. So what film, Matt, have you chosen to talk about today? The film I've chosen is Star Wars Episode 5. We <laughs> <laughs> got you worried there. <laughs> episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. sitting here in front of, uh, we're both recording this in the same place, and I'm sitting here with the, the making of The Empire Strikes Back, which Matt has brought round for me to have a look at, which he got at an absolute steal for £3 yes. from HMV, reduced to 40 absolute bargain. It's and a massive doorstop of a book. Yeah, it's an absolute beast, um, and it's just, it just shows how immense and popular this film is, given it's got a book that is just the size of, you know, anything. So what is it then? about 
episode five that does it for you? Well, I think when I was younger, it wasn't actually my favourite. I think Return of the Jedi was. I think more because it was a bit younger, aimed at kids, Ewoks. I think mm. I enjoyed that more. I think it, the Empire Strikes Back when I was younger quite like scared me. <laughs> Especially mm. when, he, when he gets his uh, his arm chopped off. <laughs> it's quite frightening, really, for a film that's a U. Still, it's, yeah. it is a U, isn't <laughs> it? It is, yeah. It's definitely darker, isn't it, than than both yes. Jedi and uh, A New Hope. I think it just. I think a new a new hope is quite. It ends all happy. Everyone's happy. Mm. The baddies have been destroyed, but then this film kind of just turns it on its head. I mean, yeah. it, it does. The title gives it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The very <laughs> idea that the Empire strikes back itself is just, you know, a, a way of <clears throat> tipping the tables back over, isn't it? Really. And if you think about it, really, what happens? What we're left with at the end? The main character's got his arm chopped off. He's found out that his baddie, his, the baddie is his dad. The baddie is his daddy. <laughs> the baddie is his daddy. Yeah. The other, the other goodie, Han Solo, he's frozen in carbonite, shipped off to uh, Tatooine. Yeah, to No one knows what's going to happen to him. Yeah. It's like bits throughout the film, like the the Millennium Falcon, he's he's fucked all the way through it. Basically, there's no hyperdrive, there's no light speed. Yeah. Like C three PO gets blown to bits. Mm. They're just—it's just every, everyone, every goodie is left in a bad situation at some point. Yeah, it it does everything that sequels I think have have kind of done. The best sequels have done really in terms of piling on all the stakes. Yeah, isn't it really, and it's it's probably one of the because obviously. Star Wars bigger, badder, darker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Star Wars was w- one of the first massive Hollywood blockbusters in in the modern term that we know. What yeah. So the Empire Strikes Back was probably one of the first examples of the big Hollywood blockbuster sequel. Yeah. So the fact that it kind of set the template, didn't it? Really, of what a sequel should be in order to be, like you say, bigger, badder, darker. Yeah. As well as probably tipping Star Wars itself on its head, really. Definitely, yeah. And then it. It kind of Return of the Jedi kind of tips it all the way back again yeah. in a good way. Mm. I think the only thing, if you watch The Empire Strikes Back, say as the fifth film mm. in the six, it's some of it's a bit weird. Mm. Like you see Leia kissing Luke, mm. and you're going, "No, yeah, 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 yeah." And then bit... and the rev, the big plot twist at the end. If you're watching it in the chronological order, we yeah. know that already. That, but I think as a standalone film, when that bit, there's nothing that, not many things compared to that, yeah. can beat it. Yeah. I mean, can you can you imagine it now on Twitter oh. in this day and age? God. The shock. You would, would you just. It would have. But the, unfortunately, though, in, if that was this day and age, we'd already have known about that. Yeah. The, the, the big secret would have come out and that, that was that was I think the thing about Empire I mean obviously this was 1980 so it was before we were born um, by a fraction by a year or two but it was like back then from what we I've heard and you've probably heard the same because you know a lot about this yeah. it was something that genuinely was kept secret yeah. no, nobody knew that they, they were a handful of people knew yeah and it was a genuine shock gasp moment in the cinema when they when they you know he went I am your father and, yeah. and it was it was one of those as well that's so 
like powerful a revelation because Darth Vader was just the ultimate evil, wasn't he? And Luke yeah. Skywalker was the ultimate good and the, the hero. So to have that guy be the dad of the hero is such a is such a mega twist, yeah. isn't it? You know, definitely. Because it, it's really tapping into a lot of a lot of different things. And then, as I say, if you're watching it on its own, it, that's the catalyst for the whole saga, the really. Whole saga. Certainly the first six, and the, the, every chance is that the, the seventh will kind of carry on to an extent. Hopefully, yeah. So what, what, what is it, why, why is it so high up on your list? I mean, you know, you're, you're a big film guy. You know, we've known each other for 15 years now, near, near enough, bloody hell, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we... we We've both gone and seen a lot of films together. We've both talked a lot of films. You've got a massive collection. Why does Empire reach the top of all that for you? I think it's, I'd say it's, it's one of the films we always you grow you grow you grow up watching, mm. like from going to rent it on video. Yeah. In William, yeah, yeah. In William all year, all those years ago on C- <laughs> CBS Fox Video. <laughs> Classy. But then I think I think. When it was it ninety seven when they were all re released the re releases yeah we went we went to see saw the first Star Wars well, it was a while, but when we went to see the Empire Strikes Back I think I don't know if it was on the biggest screen is it the showcase in Warsaw mm. I don't know if it was on the biggest screens we were just louder and bigger and yeah. just awesome I mean I think I went to see it actually then as well I think I went to see all three at the, and it was yeah. it was pretty cool wasn't it going back I, I think yeah. Seeing it on the big screen is just yeah. If you ever get the chance, if they ever, I'm sure they'll re-release it again at some point. More than likely, especially if they go and see. You never know; they might re-release them next year, possibly. Yeah. They run up to um to the new one. Yeah, it'd be possible. But yeah, I think it's just full, it's one of the films you grow up watching. It's full of just awesome moments, like the the asteroid sequence, yeah. which is just probably the for me the the most exciting bits of the Star Wars mm. series. It just all comes together, like the music, the action, and the script. It just all works. Mm. And it's just proper, like, spine-tingling yeah. stuff. It's interesting you mentioned the script, actually, because it's famously the only one that George Lucas didn't well, yeah. isn't it? I think, it's the mo- I think it's the film he had less... The, the least involvement the least in involving. which kind of sums it up really yeah because he didn't direct it that was um, Irving Kirshner yeah and it, it was written by Lee Brackett who, who yeah. wrote The Big Sleep and she died I think soon before it was even made I think she wrote one of the last things she ever wrote yeah. or at least the first draft so it was interesting that yeah he didn't write or direct it and it turned out to be the best one I mean that's a well known fact and you know it's I, I don't think you, you I, I think it's really unfair to say George Lucas is untalented because nobody untalented could have, untalented could have made a new yeah. hope for a start, right? So he's, he certainly isn't untalented, but I think wh- whatever the combination was, it made Empire just something different, didn't it? Yeah. And stand out. Yeah, definitely. It's just the script's better, the characters are more developed. Mm. I mean, Harrison Ford is like the year before he becomes Indiana Jones, he's kind of. Yeah. That's the template for him, based yeah. to become Indiana Jones, and like you, the the new characters are in it. You've got Yoda, yeah, Lando Calrissian, and of course, because Yoda wasn't in the first one. No, right? no, 
Uh, people forget that because obviously Luke goes to Dagobah, doesn't he? And yeah. That's where he meets Yoda because he's he's going along his quest to find himself, isn't he? Really? Yeah. And, and you got that bit in the, in Dagobah when he goes into the dark bit of the forest and he fights like a vision of himself. Yeah. Which is just it's never really explained that bit. Is it? Isn't he? Isn't he a, I might be remembering this wrong, but isn't he a vision in like a black cloak? It's Darth Vader. He fights Darth Vader. Yeah. He, he chops his head off. That's it. And then he, his helmet blows up and it's Luke and inside. And then he's standing over him like looking a bit shocked. And then he cuts to Yoda like, <clears throat> like saying, <laughs> that's, like you failed. And then that's it. It's never explained again. I which is kind of a, wow, what's what the, yeah. fuck, what the hell's happened there? And I mean, because that, that obviously is great foreshadowing for the reveal of, of him being Darth Vader's son, yeah. isn't it? But it's, it, at that time, you wouldn't have known that. No. You'd have been like, well, what does that mean? And it, of course, it's also, I suppose, a foreshadowing for Jedi where he's tempted and he almost turns. Yeah. You know, so it's, that's really cleverly done, isn't it? But it is creepy. That that whole, there's some, there is some really sort of, you know, creepy and much edgier bits in yeah. Empire, isn't there, that, that think, make it... I think from the beginning... It's like when he's in, they're in Hoff and Luke gets attacked by that big monster yeah. thing. And I think, well, the original version, you kind of don't see him as much because it's quite, make it a bit more creepier. Yeah. I think the newer editions kind of ruin it a bit. Mm. It's like digital, it's showing it all digitally, yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's full, it is. I mean, it's a, it's still a U, which you think, yeah. I've seen films that are like 12, which are, the Empire's more dark and disturber than. I, yeah. I suppose it's because it's it's under the Star Wars label, isn't it? Really, and it's it's you know Star Wars are ostensibly kids' films, aren't yeah. they? But but it, yeah, Empire Empire wasn't, and that's why it's so beloved, I think, because it broke away from that mold, didn't it? Really? Yeah, definitely. And it it it, it could it almost functions, <coughs> mate, as its own thing, doesn't it? In a way, I mean, even though it's very much a middle bit of a trilogy, it's also very much its own strong yeah. film. I think you it? could you could just watch that film. And then you wouldn't need to watch another Star Wars film, possibly. Mm. Plus, as well, you've got the soundtrack, mm. which is probably yes. the, one of the best. And that's ever. saying something from John Williams, yeah. who's done, you know, soundtracks to Indiana Jones and Superman and Jurassic <clears throat> Park and all these amazing scores that are just, you know, a legend. And that, yeah, it is. It is an incredible score, isn't it? Yeah. He could score paint drawing, I think, to make it quite interesting. <laughs> He'd still watch it yeah. just to listen to it. To listen to it. But no, it's it's full of it, it's got the most iconic pieces mm. of the whole thing, mm. like the Imperial March. Yeah, everyone knows yeah. what that is. Yeah. It wasn't in here at first. It wasn't in A New Hope. Oh, wasn't it? No, no. I mean, it's, I suppose it's also you know. It, the, the, the dark side element of it really comes out in this as well, doesn't it? Because it obviously shines a big light on the Empire and, you know, when you see the Emperor... The Emperor's in here. You know, um, before he properly turns up in Jedi and stuff like that, so... It's got Darth Vader, like, killing people, basically. Mm. He's so obsessed with finding Luke. Mm. You know, he'll... He'll kill you, fire a screen. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the... Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah... It has got, it has got, I think, all the, the the great elements. But it's interesting now in that obviously, much as in a way, you, you, you're almost better off watching um, four, five, and six before one, two, and three. Yeah. In many ways, if you're new to Star Wars, which most people aren't. Although there are, 
a bizarre amount of people, and this isn't sexist, but especially girls who've never seen Star Wars. So there, there might be people listening to this who haven't watched them, right? But my, I, I think we'd agree that you should watch four, five, six, then one, two, and three, yeah. for maximum impact. But they are a told story. So in a way, seven and then eight and nine, when we get them, are going to be very interesting, aren't they? Because they, we don't really know what the story is yet, but we're no. kind of guessing that it's going to be a whole new generation of Skywalker solo children. Yeah. And a new threat so that I wonder how that's going to work really it's fascinating mm. exciting slightly worrying yeah. <laughs> nervous if it, nerves yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really nervous I mean I've got a lot of faith in J.J. Yeah. Abrams definitely I'm nervous at the fact that Star Wars is such a beloved treasured piece of cinema that look how disappointed we were when the prequels turned out to be yeah you know, and if anything, these are even more uncertain because at least with the prequels, we kind of knew the story, didn't we? We knew what what it was building towards. We don't know where this is going. At no, all. it's a whole new road. Which yeah. No one knows is going to yeah. happen. But say, there's not many hands you'd want to put it in. No, no. Mm. I'm sure he'll. Do, I'm sure he'll do a good job. Do you think he'll create anything as great as Empire? Well, if George Lucas isn't involved as much, you never know. <laughs> It's just going to be strange not hearing the uh, Fox fanfare at the That's start. That's true, actually. Yeah. It's going to be weird. What will it be now? I don't know. It's Disney, be... isn't it? It's Disney, isn't it? Yeah. That would be strange. Yeah. Uh, but I think when we <laughs> see the long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away come up, I think we're just going to go <gasps> with just pure Hello. glee. Just to finish up then, what finally then is... The one thing about Empire, if someone's never seen it, what's the one thing about Empire Strikes Back that stands out to you is a recommendation to say, go and see this. What's the one thing that, that you love about it more than anything else? It's a two-hour, exciting, dark, disturbing ride. Yeah. And it's the best sequel probably ever. One of the. It's a sequel that improves on the original, which not many do. Mm. And it's just full of epic iconic moments that, that will stay with you forever wow you're not going to get a better recommendation <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's it's the I best think. film ever made yes <laughs> definitely could well be definitely it's definitely my top 10 definitely yeah if you've never seen Empire Strikes Back in fact if you've never seen Star Wars I mean why just what's wrong with you what's wrong with you sort it out um, but Empire's brilliant thank you so much for coming on Matt and pleasure about Empire um Hopefully see you again. Yes, thank you. The new chapter in the continuing Star Wars saga is now in our galaxy. Oh. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.